Hello, and welcome to The Fringe Following. My name is Ronnie. Today is September 13th, 2020. Here with me, I have Michelle, and today we're going to be talking about the controversial movie uh, now currently playing on Netflix. Hi, Michelle. Hey, Ronnie. How you doing? Pretty good. I um, forced myself um, two days ago to watch this <laughs> horrific and movie. I am astonished. That's 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 awesome of you. That's really really awesome of you. I was unable to watch it. <laughs> I have Netflix. I do not have Netflix, and I um, I have other routes of getting things. And I tried my two routes of trying to get this movie. Um, the first person was someone that I was going to use their Netflix, and they told me they didn't want me watching that filth through their Netflix. So that was a that didn't work. And then the other person told me, um, "No, I, I don't want to get involved in any of that pedo crap." <laughs> so okay, okay, <laughs> I couldn't see it, but I have right. done extensive studying on it yesterday and today, and so I feel that even. Without watching it, and I'm 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 even going to uh, give an argument that you can develop an opinion without watching it, and we'll talk about that. Well, later. and you know, I can yeah. give a brief synopsis to the audience that hasn't watched it. Um, and the reason I watched it, I was very back and forth. Do I give the viewing credit to this, or do I do my research and due diligence and viewing this, um, and then reporting it to people who haven't? So I decided mm-hmm. for the latter because. Um, you know, we were basing it off movie the movie poster at first, and they took the movie poster down from what I understood, I guess. Yes, yes. And then did. right. And then um then we were seeing clips, and I actually saw a clip on Fox News, and I went, What the hell? Mm-hmm. And they were showing part of the um dance and they were blurring out the crotch area and stuff like that. Not that they're nude, but still. They're not nude. And yes. so I decided, okay, I'm just gonna watch it. I'm just gonna you know, push myself through it. Um, not that I enjoyed it. And another thing is I was an 11 year old girl once as you were. So I wanted to Mm -hmm. see what the deal was. I wanted to see what was going on because what I heard from Netflix is they were putting out the message that no, 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 we're trying to send the message that, you know, social media is, is bad for these young girls. And I thought, okay, let me, let me see if Mm. I can, you know, see that anywhere in this movie. So I went ahead and I watched it. Um, so basically the synopsis of it is, it's a, it's a girl. Now I can't remember what location she's in. They're speaking in French and they're dubbing with English. Okay. So, um, and she's, her family's from Senegal and they're Muslim. So I don't know if they're in France or where they are exactly in this movie. I didn't really get that. It didn't say. It is. It uh, is set in France. I just Googled it. It is set in France. I okay. just Googled. Yeah. So a little background on the French. Um, you know, they are a lot more laid back about sex. They are than Americans. Okay. We. Oui. But. <laughs> yes. Uh, vrai. I did. I did um, study seven years of the French language. And, oh well, that um, was my only word I knew. So <laughs> yeah. So I know. I know my you know a fair share of French, and I do have a a, a friend in France um, as well, and we've always you know kept in touch. And she's a well known artist there. But anyway, my point is is that I do to an extent, understand the French culture. However, however, I felt this movie went 
just way too far, way too far. And so what it is, it's a coming of age movie, 11 year old girl, um, you know, her family is Muslim and her, um, mother is married, but the, the husband is taking on a new wife, like a second wife. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's, um, so this little girl grows up seeing this. So it's kind of like that oppressive side of, of her, her, you know, family. And then she runs into this group of girls um, her age at school, and they're kind of wild, and they're dancing, and she wants to fit in. She wants to fit in the best she can, so she has to prove to them that she can dance. She has to prove to them she's cool, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, we remember being that age. It's a rough age. It's a rough age. Your awful. body is starting Freaky. to change. Oh, awful. Mm-hmm. You're trying to be cool. You're trying to fit in, and you know, of course, you and I didn't grow up in the age of social media. Thank God. I'm so glad I was not. You know. No, we uh, had we had Madonna, which we had Madonna, and she was controversial was- in of herself. I mean, I remember my father being very, you know, uh, picky about what I listened to as a as a little girl, mm-hmm. um, in music and things like this, um, and also what I viewed on TV. Yeah. And that was tame compared to what is going on now. WAP, for instance. Oh like my God. Yes. Well, we can talk mm-hmm. about that too briefly as well, because yeah. I, you know, I did watch that video. I, I did too. <laughs> I did too. <laughs> I got to see what the buzz is, you know, you got to see what it is. And um, Cardi B is a, you know, she is, um, she has a lot of young girls watching her. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I, to me personally, I thought the video, at least the one I saw, there might be more than one version. I thought it was aimed at young, young, younger generation than yeah, our, right. or even 30 year olds for that point. Right. Look like it teens and preteens in my, and opinion. of course, recently she had interviewed Joe Biden. What the oh, hell yeah. is Cardi B doing? <laughs> okay. So anyway, let me, anyway. let me finish the synopsis. So so basically what it is, so this young girl, I gosh, I don't remember her name. I guess it's Ami. Isn't it Ami? Ami? Or is it Ami? Yeah, it that's is, you're correct, right? Ami. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was strange because Ami, uh, like, well, Ami is French for friend. So they uh-huh. call her Ami. It could mean something else. Anyhow, uh, so Ami becomes kind of the bad girl because she starts, she steals a phone because she didn't have a phone. Mm-hmm. She steals a phone. And uh, like an iPhone or something. And she starts watching these rap videos and she's watching these women, you know, shake their butts and look like strippers. And so she teaches this to the other girls and then they do an audition and all this stuff. And then they end up on stage and they do these very, you know, basically very graphic kind of moves, you know, kind of humping the floor and gyrating their hips and the twerking and the whole nine yards. Um, and then there's one point in the movie where she starts dressing a little bit more provocatively, you know, like halter tops. She's showing off her midriff. She's wearing a little bit of makeup and she goes to school and she gets in a fight with one of the girls over something and they, they rip off her pants. She's wearing like these tight black, like I would say latex looking pants. They're kind of black. And I, from what I recall, a little shiny. Anyway, they pull it off and they show that she's wearing like these little girls underwear. Mm-hmm. And so they make fun of her. So in order to prove that she's a big girl, she gets on social media and she takes a picture of her, you know, vagina. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And she posts it. And then the girls get mad and, you know, what are you doing? That's going too far and this and that. 
So anyway, they kind of push her out of the group and then she makes amends and then they end up doing this dance together. Um, But there was also a scene where she first got her, you know, her period and shows where she's got blood going down her damn jeans, you know, and that's also pretty damn graphic. Okay. Not everyone who started their period had it happen that way either. No, no, no. So, um, wow. So basically the end, the movie, they wrap it up where she's on stage. She was supposed to go to her father's wedding that day that she had the, uh, the dance competition. And, um, and she's in the, she's on the stage and she starts just crying, crying. And she runs off the stage and then she becomes like basically her age again, like a little girl, a little girl. And she goes and she jumps rope and all this stuff. Okay, so they're trying to say, okay, well, you know, look at what social media is doing to young girls and and look at what they have to watch. Okay, fine. But why? Here's my problem. Why did they have to show, first of all, the period blood? Why did they have to do zoom-ins on the crotch? They did zoom-ins. And I said, this is just Mm -hmm. like too far. This is like a pedophilia's dream right here. Um, if I was a guy and I was into little girls, I would just be so thrilled to death. And this to me is exploitation. There's no other way to look at it. You know, I had my own journey with the film after I was rebuffed twice and trying to watch it. And so I went through, actually I was rebuffed three times rather. I, I forgot I asked another person, but anyhow, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it, it was not meant to be for me to watch this apparently. But Mm -hmm. through my journey, I realized, and I was on social media yesterday talking with different people about it. And I'm like, well, I'm not sure because I had read the director's actual statement. Still can't find it. It's in there somewhere. But I'm sure I'm not saying something that isn't already out there, that this was about the over-sexualization of children. And it was meant to shock. Oh, I know where I saw it. I saw it on Ben Shapiro's um, video. Now, Ben Shapiro, as you probably know, is is mm-hmm. highly right, you know. And so, for him to tell me that um, he, for him to deconstruct the culture and the controversy surrounding it, and actually, he didn't wait in that actual video that I watched of his, and I will be posting that. It's thirteen minutes long, and you can see it on our Facebook page. He did not really come down either way on it. He was saying that, you know, it is art. You know, Texas Chainsaw Massacre was also an art. Did they go too far in there? Did they go too far in Scarface? Where where does that line draw? And he says it was meant to shock to get your attention. I was kind of shocked at his approach. He said, now, definitely an argument could be made about the Netflix poster, um, but that definitely is where we should be canceling Netflix. But over this film itself, he wasn't sure. He said an argument could mm-hmm. be made that it is child exploitation, but he wasn't sure. And at that point, after I heard that, I started taking a different stand. Well, I need to see the movie. I need to see the movie because I don't know everything I'm reading saying it's bad, bad, bad. And again, got rebuffed. So I you know, was trying different routes and different research online. Again, I didn't want to give Netflix my $10 to see the movie because if it was filth and trash, I didn't want them making more money off me. <laughs> you know, that didn't yeah. make any sense. And so through it, though, I came upon some interesting stances. And one is uh, from someone that I follow on full social media. 
And he said, and I'm just going to quote what he says. And again, I'll put it on our Facebook page. He said, I'm putting out a movie on Netflix where I have real 11-year-olds snort cocaine so I can teach the world how bad drugs are for children. In order to find the best child actors, we'll need to audition at the very least 600 kids snorting coke. If if this outrages you, you may, I ask, have you even read my script yet? Aside from real children snorting coke, it's actually an inspiring story, you racist piece of shit. I can't believe how many stupid people there um, that won't even read the story before ignorantly being against 11-year-olds doing hardcore drugs. Plus, they do it all the time in Amsterdam. And it's based off a true story about how I snorted a line of coke in the sixth grade during tech ed. Educate yourselves. So this is pure satire. Mm -hmm. Okay. But- as I read it, he, this is how he is. He's very satirical, which is why I love him because I'm very satirical. But in, in satire does not always post well unless you know the person. So right, right, yeah. exactly. <laughs> so anyway, I got to thinking. Okay, this makes sense. I don't have to watch the story to know that it isn't good. These are children that are actually 11 years old acting on it that are actually being exploited. So if you equivalent. If you make that equivalent to kids snorting coke, that's it's the same thing in my eyes. They they they're being used in a way that's not good. They're being exploited on this film for this, and and that's not good. No matter how you look at it, these are real eleven year olds. No matter what type of point it made, they had to be exploited. Those eleven year olds to make the film, and that's when it clicked for me. And then another thing: have, have you heard of the Dost test, Ronnie? No, uh, no, I don't think so. The the DOS test is a six-factor guideline established in 1986 in the United States District Court, United States versus DOS. The case involved 22 nude or semi-nude photographs of females aged 10 to 14 years old. The undeveloped film containing the images was mailed to a photo processing company in Hollywood, Los Angeles, California. So in order for them to determine what is a lascivious, I don't know if I'm saying that that right, lascivious exhibition of the genitals or pubic area under 18 USC, they they cite a law, the court developed six criteria. This is from Wikipedia. It will be on our site, Facebook site. So in this example, United States versus versus Johnson, three DOST factors um, were absent from the video taken by the defendant, but the eight Eighth Circuit ruled that a reasonable jury could still find that he had acted lasciviously. So what are the six factors? Number one, whether the focal point of the visual depiction is on the child's genitalia or pubic area. Number two, whether the setting of the visual depiction is sexually suggestive, i.e. in a place or pose generally associated with sexual activity. Number three, whether the child is depicted in an unnatural pose or in the appropriate or in inappropriate attire, considering the age of the child. Number four, whether the child is fully or partially clothed or nude. Number five, whether the visual de- depiction suggests sexual coyness or a willingness to engage in sexual activity. And then number six, whether the visual depiction is intended or designed to elicit a sexual response in the viewer. So those are the six criteria. As I read those, Ronnie, since you saw the film, 
do you think cuties had some of those going on in their film that they could actually be taken to court for child pornography? And right. at one point she puts her, one of the, I believe it was Ami, she puts her um, hands on her thighs, you know, from behind, like, it, okay, if you could imagine her bending over and she's putting her hands on her back thighs and it's sort of just, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Based on what you said, I'm not sure, but um, I, I think so. Just from yeah, okay. the, the focal point of visual depiction. Yeah. See that that's what I was thinking. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, you want to tell the story that social media and the internet is ruining, you know, um, our youth and everything. Why did you have to zoom in that closely to her crotch? Why did you, you know, why did you have to do that? Why did you have to show her in panties? Why did you have to show her with the blood? Why did you know what I'm saying? Like this is definitely feeding into uh, fetishes. This is feeding into pedophilia, in my view. Um, well, let's, and let's- there could have been a different way to tell the story without making it so graphic. It was graphic to me. Well, let's just go down the test and you can answer yes or no. Okay. So was the number one, was the focal point or visual depiction in any part of the film on the child's genitalia or pubic area? Yeah. You didn't see her genitalia, but you saw the crotch area. Right. It doesn't have to be clothed or unclosed. Just is that. Then, the yes. Yeah. Okay. Is, is there a setting where it is sexually suggestive? I think you mentioned she put her hands on her thighs and she- yes. Yes, yes, because if you're watching them dance, um, you know, they're kind of putting their fingers in their lips and they're gyrating their hips. It's a very sexy dance. I would say it's close to being a damn stripper without the pole. Okay, okay, good. Okay, so the next one is, was the child depicted in an unnatural pose or inappropriate attire considering the age of the child? Yes, because we're talking like really tight, tight, tight shorts, short shorts and halter tops. And even in the beginning, when Mm -hmm. you first see the group of girls, not on me, but the other girls, um, because there's one, two, I think three of them, they're they're kind of in these high heels. Well, 11-year-old wears high heels. It was weird. Mm -hmm. I even picked up on that right away. And one of them was wearing like red lipstick. And I'm like, that's really strange. For an 11-year-old. Yeah. Yeah. That's extremely Mm -hmm. strange. Okay. So in the number four, and I think you did answer this, child fully or partially nude, clothed or nude. Now, I didn't hear any nudity, but for God's sakes, if she was in her underwear a couple of times, was she not? And Right. Right. When she was in that schoolyard fight and they pull her pants down, yeah, you could see Mm -hmm. her panties. Okay. Uh, yeah. And to me, the blood thing, the period thing, I thought that was a little too far. Right. Yeah. No, I agree. And then um, number five, does it anything in there suggest sexual coyness? She stole his phone and then he discovers that and says, hey, that's my phone. And she just does not want to give it up. So she tr- she starts to unzip her pants. I completely forgot about this scene. I think I blocked it out on purpose. <laughs> Um, and, and, you know, and then he's like, wait, what the hell are you doing? You know? So, you know, nothing ever even got close to that, but yeah, it it was quite, yeah, it was shocking now, but we've gotten five out of six. So the the six one just literally quickly, 
and this is where I don't know because the director has definitely said that she wasn't doing this, but whether the visual depiction is intended or designed to elicit a sexual response in the viewer. Now, the director emphatically says no. Oh, come on now. Yeah. Uh Uh-uh. I don't believe that for a damn second. Mm -hmm. Now, let okay, I'm not a man, but I'd like to think I know the male mind very well. And if you're, you are a guy and you are into little girls, you're going to be pausing and rewinding and pausing and rewinding some of those scenes because you're a fucking pervert. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, um, if you're a pedophilia, uh, go to hell. If you're listening to this podcast, that's all I have to say. Go fuck yourself. Okay. But, uh, I have a very strong opinion about, you know, uh, th- that's just where I draw the line. You know, like as a libertarian, I think between two consenting adults is like, whatever, you know what I mean? As long as you're not hurting each other or nobody's ending the hospital, who really cares? But leave the damn kids and animals out of it. Seriously, just stop, you know? Now mm-hmm. on the other side, I, I remember being, and I told, I said earlier how awkward it is to be at that age, you know, 11, 12, 13 is a strange, awkward, awful age to be as a girl. And, you know, you're trying to discover yourself, you're doing things you probably aren't supposed to be this and that, but that's all part of growing up. Does this really need to be broadcast in a movie though? You know, does it really? And if they wanted to really show that the internet or social media is ruining youth, they could have approached it in a different way way different way. I think zooming in on the crotch and um, all these weird little visuals was not necessary. No, I I agree. And I, I actually found the director, and I don't know if I'm going to say her name right. You could probably say it better. Do Corrie, French, it sounds like. Um, she's, she won, first of all, she won the World Cinema Dramatic Directing Award. And I'm reading this in Variety magazine, which shockingly comes out in favor of the movie, but she did say that our girls see that the more a woman is sexualized on social media, the more she's successful. And yeah, it's dangerous, she says. And Amy, the film, Ami, excuse me, the film's protagonist is navigating between two models of femininity. She says one represented by her Muslim mother's traditional beliefs and the other by the cuties dance squad. Ami believes she can find her freedom through the group of dancers and their hypersexualization. But is that really true freedom, especially when you're a kid? Of course not. I put my heart into this film because this is my story. Because she says that this is a true story is one of the arguments in favor of, of it, you know, of the movie. Right. Yeah. And I'm not taking her side. I'm just giving yeah. But you know, this isn't the first time this kind of kind of weird pedophilic controversy mm-hmm. has come about. Yeah. I mean, there was a book that came out called Lolita in 1955 by uh, Vladimir Nabokov. Nabokov. Mm-hmm. And if you listen to the old police song, Don't Stand So Close to Me, you know, it's sort of like it's about that song is about um, a, a young girl approaching mm-hmm. an older man and where he says, you know, like that book in Nabokov, you know, so this is always, this is, is that what he meant. I always, that is exactly what he meant. Yep. That's exactly <laughs> what he meant. 
because I loved when I was a kid. I love that. I love that I loved the police and I loved Sting and I was obsessed with that band and I was obsessed with him and I still am to a point. And when I read that, and BB 12 years old, you know, I found out what it was. Eventually over time, I found out what that meant. And I even read half of the book out of curiosity. But yeah, it's a very controversial. Okay. okay. If you're obsessed book. with Sting, what's his real name? Gordon Sumner. <laughs> Okay, I just had to check. And he was born October first, nineteen fifteen something. I don't remember the exact year, you but it's October. <laughs> I love Sting. I always have. Um, I don't follow him as much anymore. No, but uh, but yeah, I'm still very much. I still I've always loved him. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, motherfucker, as I always would say, <laughs> he's deep. He what? He's a deep motherfucker. He's really yeah. Deep. I yeah, and that's what captured me. Even as a young girl, I was always captured by that. You know, mm-hmm. at twelve years old, I remember you know listening to the police and um yes you know but anyway yeah so that that song was definitely about that and that book was definitely about that mm-hmm. and so this is a you know this has but i don't think you know this was in a book and then the song never you know it was never graphic it was always kind of just oh you know don't stand so close to me you're very young get away from me he never um, actually acts on it i mean he's right yeah exactly the, this yeah. movie is so shocking it's just like oh my god you know yeah. um yeah and and we're yeah. the only ones that feel this way you know, no, we're, we're not. We're, I think everybody across the board. I mean, cancel Netflix was trending on trending. Uh, what day was that? Saturday or Friday or something? Yes. On the eleventh or the twelfth, it was trending, and um, it was dollars. Yeah, the stock crashed big time, and yeah. now I'm hearing that Ted Cruz calls for DOG investigation uh, into Cuties filmmakers and Netflix. And this was uh, published on well, it's all over the internet mm-hmm. um, that they're going to investigate this because, um, yeah, I would definitely call it child exploitation for sure. I would, I definitely would. And the thing is, you know, it's like where are these parents of these girls? You know, and I hate to sound like such a Karen, but it's true. It's like where's the parents? What were they doing? Why did they agree to this? Um, interested in how the French view this, you know, because I know that they're way more laid back about sex and nudity and everything than the Americans are. We, and compared to some cultures in the world, we're pretty Puritan, but I, God, where do we draw the line though, as a global society, where do we draw the line? Yeah, let's see, Cruz, yes. And Cruz, he said, although the First Amendment provides vigorous protection for artistic expression, it does not allow individuals or for-profit corporations to produce or distribute child pornography. And it's kind of funny, some of the stories, I mean, right now it is just blowing up. I mean, we are very current with this. This is has like blown up huge in the past few days. And it's funny when stories come at you so fast and furiously, I actually saw a fake news article that said that the CEO of Netflix was caught with 13,000 pictures of pornography in his California home and was arrested. That I could not substantiate. And it seemed like the only site I could get the article off was a fake news site. But it is interesting that this, you know, people will take advantage of this too, to proliferate fake news as well, you know, and I know, I I know, it's too bad it isn't true. That would have been excellent, excellent part to this podcast. But no, it's not as far as I know. If you, if you guys out there know anything that's more clear about that, because we can't find anything, 
hit us up, let us know. But yeah. Yeah. But yeah, just going back to Cardi B, uh, that, that song came out, oh, I don't know, a month or two ago mm-hmm. and it was all over the place. I'm like, what the hell is WAP? You know? And wow. so I look at it and then I learn what it really is. And I'm like, oh my God. And, and then I'm getting on her Instagram account and she's, you know, she used to be a stripper. That's her background from what I understand. Surprise, but, yeah. Millions of followers. And I know a lot of those are young girls, you know, and they're watching this and um, it's just so it's, it. Oh God. And then I was watching another Instagram video she posted about, you know, how, you know, your pH balance is off. If oh. you know, you, did you see that one? Yeah, well, she was being interviewed from a distance or something. And yeah, she, yeah, 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 yeah. I saw that one. Yeah, mm-hmm. right, exactly. You know, it's like, oh, my God. I don't even want to repeat it. I mean, I don't because it's so damn graphic. But well, she's was, basically yeah. talking about oral sex and how the, you know, the penis is dirty and then you're pale, blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? You get the point. And if you don't, go on her damn Instagram account. Not only is it the GOP that's upset about it, too. Um, you sent me an article, Ronnie, didn't you, about uh, a Democrat or a former Democratic senator? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. Let me pull that up. Hold on okay. a second. Um, right. Because there, yeah, it was uh, right here on Newsweek. Um, let's see. Democrat Tulsi Gabbard says Netflix is complicit in child sex trafficking for child porn film cuties. Uh, that was just published yesterday on Saturday, September 12th. Um, but basically, and I, I was seeing how, um, you know, people on the right were, you know, uh, commending her for coming out like this because the Democrats have such a bad rap right now that it's nice that not that some of them still have some common sense. And I'm sure a lot of them do. It's just right now they, they're building such a bad reputation. And I'm going to get into Obama and Susan Rice being on the board of Netflix here in a second. But uh, first of all, it says here, a former Democratic primary contender representative Tulsi Gabbard has weighed into the controversy surrounding the Netflix film Cuties as criticism mounts over accusations that sexualizes children. Already, many have voiced their anger at the decision by the streaming platform to show the French film, whose plot about an 11-year-old girl becomes fascinated with a dance crew, blah, blah, blah. Well, we know that. So let me Mm -hmm. skip ahead. Um, And then it just says here, cancel Netflix has been trending with calls for people to boycott the platform. And the latest high-profile figure to add that hashtag to the debate was Gabbard, who represents Hawaii's second second. congressional district and was the first female combat veteran to run for president. Anyway, she's saying, uh, sharing a film poster of the girls in the film posing Gabbard tweeted Netflix at Netflix child porn cuties will certainly wet the appetite of pedophiles and help fuel this child sex trafficking trade. One in four victims of trafficking are children. It happened to my friend's 13 year old daughter. Netflix, you are now complicit. And then she has has the hashtag cancel Netflix. I have to agree with her, though. I really do. I have to agree with her. I agree with her. Yes, uh, 100%. I really, really do. And the Matt Walsh show, this is also on Ben Shapiro's site. So Ben Shapiro first did a video of his own that kind of was lukewarm and didn't really take too much of a side saying that it was art. Um, but Matt Walsh, Walsh comes back and he definitely had some very, very strong things to say. I, I would 
tend to think that um, he's probably, yeah, he's he's a little bit strong. Now, both of them watched the film. So um, he did say that, he said that it's understated. He did say that it got 90% good score Rotten Tomatoes. So you can think about that when you go to Rotten Tomatoes for your movie scores. Um, for me, I've things that they've given 90 to hundred percent I've hated. So I don't, don't actually go by them very often. But with that said, um, he said that if anything, they talked about the film when the poster came out and he said, well, we, we had all these bad ideas about it. And then when the movie came out, he said, if anything, it's way worse than we assumed and feared. Amy is in her underwear, thrusting her body on the floor. She pulls down her pants and takes pictures of her crotch. The dance scene is highly sexualized, as, as you said, Ronnie, and zooms in on crotch shots. It is not a commentary commentary on child sexploitation. It is child sexploitation. And the actors that play them are only 11 years old. He even went further to say that it proves Q's theories regarding normalization of pedophilia. Mm-hmm, yeah. This isn't on the fringes. And so yeah. I, I, I tend to have to agree from everything I've read and everything you've told me that. Well, yeah. So, uh, so here's the thing, June 28th, 2018, this was a little over two years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, Q dropped in on the post 1623 trying to normalize. And so if you click on the link, there's a link that he provide or they provide from Fox news uh, that says here, And this is, again, from, uh, let's see, Netflix under fire for film critics say contains child pornography. This is June 28th, 2018. And this is actually the first I am discovering this right now as I speak, because I've seen this post, but it was because it was reposted. I never visited the, the real post, but I guess it says here. Um, Netflix has come under fire for a movie streaming on their site that some very viewers say contain contains a scene that is child pornography uh the opening scene of the argentinian film desire depicts two young girls under the age of 10 playing around with pillows the scene takes a sexual turn involving one of the girls so this is new to me wow and so basically what he was trying and what they were trying to uh oh and in that post 1623 he Q asks, who just joined the board of Netflix? Who pushed what is coming? Now, in retrospect, and you go back, well, who joined was um, Obama and Susan Rice, President Obama and Susan Rice. Oh. They're on the board of Netflix. Now, interestingly enough, they haven't come forward and said a fucking word mm-hmm. about this controversy. And why are they trying to normalize pedophilia? Well, let's think about it for maybe a second. Um, look at human trafficking. Look at Epstein. Look at Jelaine Maxwell. Look at the higher ups, the officials, government officials. There's like it, a Hollywood um, actors and, and things like that. Look at the powerful people who's involved in the human trafficking, in children, on Epstein Island, Bill Clinton, on and on and on and on and on. And they're trying to push this to the public like, no, no, this is normal. This is normal. This is normal. This Mm -hmm. is normal. Yes. 
you got to tie it all together. And it's been a very hot summer with the, with the whole Epstein thing, you know, um, with the recent arrest of, of, um, Ghislaine Maxwell and, and everything else. There's a lot going on with this and Netflix chooses to release, uh, cuties now. Now I'm going to talk about the, the it's like really bad timing. And not only that, bad timing in at a time where people are very sensitive right now to pedophilia, very sensitive to it right now, because we're so aware of everything that's been going on. Our eyes are being opened. And, and here they are trying to, you know, just slip it under the, I don't know how you want to word that, but no, they're trying I, to normalize it. That's the only way I can put it, normalize it. I Here's a really good quote, and I'm taking it off the uh, Brandon Marshall Facebook public post. It is a public post, so you'll be able to read it. And under this comment by, uh, I won't name him in case he doesn't want to be named, but you can see it there if you look it up. This is just Hollywood normalizing pedophiles. People have been sitting in a hot tub for years as they crank up the heat one degree at a time. This is disgusting and I don't even have kids. So that is kind of how I feel about it. They are cranking it up one degree at a time. But this, they kind of went and cranked it like five or 10 degrees up, in my opinion. And um, someone else comments that that was a desperation move where they turned it up too fast. And that we think there's a reason for those desperate attempts, you know? I don't, yeah. I don't know if society will ever a hundred percent accept pedophilia. I know in Rome, it was a big thing. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe even in, in, in Greece at the time of, you know, the height of the Greek, Greek society, I think it might've been a thing, but I know we, we know what happened to Rome and civilization fell and it always seems to fall <laughs> Right, right. When things get very raunchy and and evil and dirty, and um, you know, we have to uh, maintain our children's innocence. It's very hard in this day and age with the internet and and everything going on. It's very tough, but we have to try to maintain uh, the innocence of these kids. And in this movie, they they just drop the ball on that big time. Of course, you know. Well, if anything, they didn't protect the girls that made the film. No, they did not. I mean, it wasn't even a a thought in their heads, you know. Um, At what price? What price is it when you've gone too far? You know, I yeah, no, I, I agree, and um, and then just to just to know that right now the world has such a huge pedophilia problem. I, I didn't even I was I I didn't know how much how bad it was. And that's what happens when you let start letting things go and you push it under the carpet. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's like when we had that report on human trafficking and how the media is not even really um, talking about it nonstop. The only w- way you can even find it is on news articles online. And maybe they'll say like a little, you know, uh, minute commentary on the news. I don't remember ever hearing it on the news on TV, but you, you see it on, uh, on the internet mm-hmm. and, um, you just like, Oh, okay. Here's another human trafficking bust. Oh, well, okay. Moving on. Well, you know, what was Cardi B wearing at the, you know, uh, 
award ceremony last week. You know, it's just um, we're we're completely missing the major points of what's happening. And look what's going on now. All these busts are happening. The dark web has pedophilia all over the place. Um, it, it I, I'm shocked to hear how many cases there are. Yes. Yes, me too. Definitely. Well, and this I- isn't just teenagers, you know, this isn't like 17, 18 year olds. This is like babies, toddlers, 11 year olds, 12 year olds. It's just, it's just, it, it blows my mind. It's just disgusting how we've let this go as a society. Mm-hmm. No, I, I agree. And I think Hollywood is, you know, is encouraging that is taking us in that direction as you know, is obviously, you know, what this film depicted that that is really obvious to me, in my opinion, you know, um, and, you know, what can we do? Well, we can not watch it. We can cancel Netflix. We can, um, you know, speak out against it. That's what we're doing here. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, what else? These are the things that we can do. Um, I'm not sure how many people like people will cancel Netflix now, but two months from now when they don't have any other sources, I don't know if that's going to continue. I haven't canceled it yet. Um, I just haven't. I have, I live with people that still view it and that's going to be a big fight. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry. I, if you hear that because I'm on Netflix right now, I'm trying to see if cuties is still up here. I don't know if they took it down yet or not, or if they even will. Let me see. Oh, they Oh. oh no, it's still there. And it's in the top 10. It says here okay. top 10. Mm-hmm. How is that even fucking possible? <laughs> wow. They're not doing bad by this. They're, even with a $9 million loss, they're, they're not doing bad by this. Well, who's watching it? People like me who are like, what the fuck is this shit? I'm going to check it out. You know, <laughs> um, angry mothers, you know, they want to see what it's all about. And then who else? Pedophiles, you yeah. know? Uh. (laughs) yes exactly oh my god yeah so anyhow i felt like a pervert for watching it and i'm not even a man and i'm not a pedophile you know some somebody joked that they were worried that the fbi would be you know if if you can watch this and not worry that the fbi is going to be storming your house well i have my ass covered so listen to my podcast i am not for this this is something this is research and i i needed to watch it to see uh if the you know, the director's notes matched yeah. what I saw and it did to a point and then it didn't anymore. And, and please know, I don't fault you for watching it. I, I felt bad that I wasn't able to watch it because I knew yeah. that we were going to do a podcast on it and I was not able to get to it. And I refused to give Netflix any additional money. Yeah. I told a couple of my friends, I'm like, um, you know, um, yeah, I told them I watched it and they're like, I don't want to watch it. I'm like, I'm not telling you to watch it. I'm just telling you. I'm just, I took the fall for all of you guys. Okay. And I watched it and now I'm telling you what it's about. So you don't have to, I don't want to, I didn't say you wanted to. <laughs> I'm just telling you, I watched it because I wanted to see what the big controversy was. And yes, it is. It's definitely controversy and it's worth discussing and it's worth investigating in my opinion. Yes. All right. So we appreciate your comments. Please hit us up. We love comments. We love ratings. We love people subscribing. I'll say this every episode just to remind you, if you haven't yet, please, please give us a a comment or a rating, whatever it shall be. We, 
enjoy knowing there's people out there listening and engaging with us. And we want to thank you very much for tuning in and um, especially on this highly controversial topic. And we look forward to uh, interacting with you again. Thank you.